Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Sklarbro Country, the virus edition, a.k.a. the Pandy Pods. A.k.a. two guys, no surprise. A.k.a. what takes more piss than a mason jar, it's the comical bliss of Jason Sklar. Thank you. Huddletron, a.k.a. Mike Huddleston, a.k.a. Old Zealand. I got another one down here. Spending money to make honey and dispensing funny to make the day sunny. That We did that one. Be enriched with glad and disregard, just hit your wagon. Or your bandwagon, I would add, to a Sklar. That's Mike Huddletron, a.k.a. Thank you, Huddleston. Huddleston. Thank you, Love Huddleston. it, a.k.a. Old Zealand. All right, so we're recording this. It's the week prior to the election. It's Wednesday, so we're a little out ahead. But we know that this is dropping on Monday. The day before the election. How was your weekend? How are you doing? I, I just want to ask you, how, how are you handling things? Because it's probably the most stressful time I can remember on a global level of what the implications of what's going to happen tomorrow. I am at times I've held it together. At times I am a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but doing this show has actually helped me hold it together a little bit more. And I hope that we can give you the 30 minutes or 25 minutes that you need to get you to the place where you can handle what's about to happen. For good, for better or for worse. That's right. Uh, we certainly don't feel like we have the answer about what's going to go down tomorrow. We have no clue. And we know what we want to happen, and we hope it does happen. And hopefully, if you haven't voted yet, you get out there and you vote. Anybody who's listening to this thing, do it, do it, do it. Okay. Let's jump into this. Let's get into the story. You know how when you're trying to write a resume, you you lie about like two things? Yeah. Yeah, Everyone lies about two things. Either the way you characterize what you've done or skills, they all get Maybe Maybe you weren't the architect of Camp Ramah's Youth at Risk (laughs) Conflict Resolution Program. And maybe you need to resolve that in a conflict setting. But it sounds good. But it sounds good, right? And it's hard to check on. It's a hard one to trace and check up. How do you contact trace that so much? Who's at the camp now in the ways that they were 15 years ago? There's no way to fully go back on that. And people just don't don't want to do that. And if you bury it low enough within the resume and you sandwich it between two things that you actually did, it's pretty it's a tough safe. one to track. It's You're a pretty- safe one to do. You can do that when you're applying to a summer internship at Netflix. Yeah. You cannot do that when you're the freaking White House. Which they did this past week. And you're talking about your mishandling of the worst pandemic our nation has ever seen. And that is where our next story takes us. The White House lists ending COVID-19, ending the COVID-19 pandemic as an accomplishment Despite the fact that we are now at the highest level that it's ever been. It's never been worse. It's what? Nev- it's never been worse. It's over. Nothing to see here. Literally fires happening behind not us. Not only is it not something you did, it's something that never has happened. That's it hasn't like, happened. To me, that's like taking credit for Brian Scalabrini winning a slam dunk contest. I don't know if he can dunk a basketball. Or like you taking credit for Full House winning that Emmy for best comedy. It was on TV. But it never won. Or the Dodgers, like, taking credit for Justin Turner's COVID results getting back in a timely fashion. That was a little bit weird. Super weird. More questions than answers. When did he know about it? Why was he out for the team picture? Photoshop his ass in. You get COVID in a bubble, you you get Photoshopped. That is your punishment. Speaking of botching the virus and then lying about it, the White House has included ending the coronavirus pandemic on a list of Trump 
the Trump administration's science and technology accomplishments, despite nearly half a million Americans testing positive for COVID in just the last week. In the last week, half a million. Even by grouping science and technology together, to me, that- That shows you how dumb they are. Yeah, even if that existed before them, separate them. Yep. The fact that they wouldn't separate those two things. I'm shocked that they believe in either one of those things, the I'm Trump administration. I'm shocked that they're connecting anything to science or technology. I mean, I guess if you count Twitter as technology, then it he is. believes in one. Yeah. I bet that's what he calls his phone. His Twitter machine? Hey, hand me my Twitter thing. I need my Twitter machine. I need my Twitter box. A White House Office of Science and Technology publicity news release. Policy news release. Policy news release. Made the, it's publicity to me because it's it all, barely it's policy. Not it's true. not that. Uh, made the claim in announcing a document highlighting the administration's science and technology achievements over the past four years. It's not an achievement. But what science achievements can they claim? Denying global warming? Yeah. I mean, flat earth, maybe making that more of a Firing thing. scientists faster than any other administration in history? How about agreeing not to give resources to states that don't support you when they have massive fires because of global warming? How about turning bleach into a beverage? Yeah. Is that something that you guys Spray can claim? Spray improvements that have come in over the past four years. Highlights include ending the COVID-19 pandemic. You guys didn't do it. You cannot include that on your resume if you didn't do it. Well, no, I think they did. I mean, the pandemic doesn't seem like it's a problem anymore. Sure. There are literally no more cases, no more hospitalizations. Let me say this. No more deaths. You did it. They ended caring about it. Yeah. They ended doing stuff about it. They ended their fight with it. They're like, we're done with it, that It's even though it's not done with us. It's literally like saying our greatest scientific achievement over the last four years is making the sun disappear. And it's gone like, every night. Every night it's gone. Every night it's gone. Can we made you it argue disappear. with that? It's gone. We made it disappear. Yeah, we can't argue with that. Well, I can't see it. You're making it up. From the outset of COVID-19's pandemic, the administration has taken decisive actions to engage scientists and health professionals in academia and industry when and they say engage health professionals, you mean rip on and shit all over yeah, Anthony that's Fauci. That's exactly the opposite of what they did. From yeah. the outset of COVID, you sought to ignore the science, to lie to the American public, to exacerbate and be defeated by the disease. And that's then you admitted you that you can't control it. So that's okay. That's okay. it. You gave up in front of everyone. Wave the white flag like you the bitches that you are. The news release comes as the country reports the largest number of daily cases seen to date. Now, that is math. That's straight up math. That doesn't fall under science and technology. So I guess, you know, that's Good not try. what we're talking about. Good try, logic police. The seven-day average of daily new cases reached an all-time high of 68,767 Last Sunday, a so, week and ago, and it's still Sunday. going up. According to Johns Hopkins University, the previous record was sixty-seven thousand two hundred ninety-three. See, no one sets records like you guys. Yeah, Why we're don't the you best. Claim that you're the we're best, the best at setting, setting records. records like this. Let's see China do that. I'd like to see China set our records. Ugh, the abysmal week. week was marked by the two worst days. Eight more than eighty-three thousand new cases were reported both Friday and Saturday of last week. Oh my God! And the seven-day average of new COVID cases soared twenty-three percent up in the past week, mm -hmm. according to Johns Hopkins data. Johns Hopkins, clearly a fake university. That's not a real university. Johns, is that? what is that? Plural? Sounds like a made-up name to me. It's it should be John Hopkins, not Johns. John Hopkins. John Hopkins. 
Not even an S nope. on either one. Get rid of both S's. Get rid the S's for science. Get rid of it. We don't need it. The seven-day average of the new test performed, meanwhile, has risen uh, only 2.87% over the past week, according to the COVID tracking project. So what they're failing to mention here is that it hasn't risen the other 97.13% yet. Yeah, why doesn't anyone focus on that? Yeah. Well, that's the media going after them. It's a witch, witch hunt. hunt. Witch hunt. The president has reportedly falsely blamed the increase in cases on an increase in testing. It's like reporting income on tax returns. Yeah, if you don't report at all, then you don't get dinged for all of it, right? Hey, that's- I a, mean, I don't know how you report your tax returns. That's a great $750 strategy right there. New cases are also being seen within the administration itself. At least yeah. five aides to Vice President Mike Pence, including his body man and his chief of staff, Mark Short, tested positive for... Can you imagine dedicating your life to protecting the body of your boss? And, and then, then him doing the opposite for you? Yeah, he doesn't give a shit about your body. Yeah. It's got to make for an awkward, like, you Awkward know, limo rides, my Awkward man. ride to and from whatever rally you're not dropping people off from. It's like putting Jerry Sandusky in charge of a Cub Scout troop for a long weekend. Yeah. Good luck with that. When asked for comment on including ending the pandemic among the administration's first-term accomplishments, office spokeswoman Christina Bum, mm -hmm. she is a bum. She's a bum. Pointed to the full report. I she's wonder, a bum. We got to get that. Well, I wonder if she's an idiot or she's just trying to like shovel the shit until this is over. Until she doesn't have to. Like that's her job now. Like she's disassociated from the lying and the bullshitting that is the responsibility, you know, of the administration that has caused hundreds of thousands of, of people, people to die. die. Yeah. She's just like shovel the shit. So here it goes. Let's you want to hear shit shoveling? Here we go. The great work the Trump administration is doing to end the pandemic. Wait, I thought it was over already. I well, thought they said it was over. It is a top priority and worthy of highlighting, she said. Wait a in minute. I thought it was already over. You said it was done. Yeah. You're still fighting it? Wait a minute. This kind of contradicts what that says. The internal report that the news release was describing did not say that the COVID-19 pandemic is over, but it did. It did. It merely touted the administration's various actions to fight it, but it said it was defeated. I don't understand. I don't understand. That's the insanity of this stupid-ass president. The beginning of a statement, I take full responsibility. The next part of the statement, it it's was China's, China's fault. fault. That's who this guy is. Just see if anybody's going to call him on it. It's like that thing buried in your resume. That right? He is the lie. We're back to the resume. That's Who's it. Who's going to call me on this? That's right. We're calling you on it right now. We're calling you on it. This is what it says. Keep shoveling the shit. Keep Since shoveling the, the shit. start of the pandemic, the administration has taken several actions to engage scientists in academia, industry, and government to nope. understand and defeat this disease. Yeah. The disease that defeated you that we yeah. can't control that you said. You know, the more vague you get, like the more real with the important parts of the release the yeah. worse it is we're back to resumes again that's it the more words like facilitated and various, various actions several engagements and yeah. actions yeah, those right. are all words full of sound and fury signifying nothing they are bullshit masks that's the well, only let's not call a mask that's the only mask that you guys are wearing we're right now we're not gonna call a mask don't take away your freedom man in later states uh, it later states that the administration's vaccine initiative, Operation Warp Speed, mm -hmm. public-private partnerships, and other decisive actions taken by the Trump administration have provided American scientists, engineers, and healthcare professionals with knowledge, provided them with knowledge. Oh, thanks. We needed your knowledge. Your knowledge to the scientists. Tools and technologies needed to understand. You didn't provide them with anything except tons of pressure where pressure didn't need to be put. And the, and racing to get something done before it's ready. No this, one wants it. This would be like the Tampa Bay Rays having a parade 
in the in the, honor of their World lo- Series victory. And everyone's like, but you, you guys lost, lost in six, six game. games to the thing. No, these are we didn't. We just want to highlight our various winning engagements and winning successes. Look, we engaged with all sorts of athletic endeavors throughout the experience of the World Series, and we want to honor that. By the way, to, to make another sports analogy, you usually don't dan- do a dance after you're the quarterback who has been sacked. Yeah, like a quarterback gets sacked and then he doesn't get up and go, boom. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, did you see that? Woo. Oh, yeah. What he does is he calls up his uh, offensive line and he's like, I need more protection. Mm-hmm. I need a little layer of protection just so a- that whatever is going to try and kill me can't kill me. Uh-huh. Even though you think it might make you look weak that you're asking for that protection. This is it, man. This is it. It's hard to climb. It's getting hard to climb into that dumpster when it's it's on on fire. fire. When it's literally on fire. Hard to climb in and take hiding when it's on fire. And And it's on fire right now. So you got to vote if you haven't voted. Vote, vote, vote. When we come back, uh, we got a crazy story. Yeah. if If you've ever had a problem with your neighbors before, and people do. You can't choose your neighbors. This one is a story about two incredibly rich neighbors. And in the end, you'll realize why these are the people that need to be taxed the most. We'll get back to that on the other side of the break. This is Scarborough Country, the virus edition. Don't go anywhere. Oh, boy, Randy, tomorrow is the election. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we are stressed. I don't know about you. Yep, I have very. the weight of anxiety of the world and the future on my Everyone's shoulders. feeling this way right yeah. now. We all are feeling it. We carry around with us regular anxiety all the time. And then when you add on these massive problems about the direction of where this country is going to go and all those decisions. So we need tomorrow. someone to talk to. And that is why I'm so happy that these guys are sponsoring our podcast. Of course, I'm talking about Talkspace, online therapy. They are so good they are, and they, they're affordable. They connect you with the licensed therapist for a fraction of the price of in-person therapy. You get matched with your perfect therapist from the comfort of your device so it's COVID-friendly. Mm-hmm. You can reach out 24-7 whenever something's on your mind. Uh, unlike in-person therapy, like we said, 24-7, you can reach out. You have access to your online therapy room. You can send unlimited messages as things pop up and are important to you. To your dedicated therapist, they'll respond daily, five days a week. And best of all, an entire month of Talkspace costs about the same as a single in-person session. That's amazing. Their mission, which I love, is to make uh, therapy affordable and accessible for all because we need this support in our lives, especially right now. They have thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, all the stuff we need and more. No matter what, Talkspace will find you the perfect therapist for your goals. It's a secure platform with the latest encryption services. Technology, so all your client information is protected. The bottom line is we all need someone to talk to Especially yes, right now. Yes, Talkspace wants to give us the support we deserve at a price we can afford. Amen to that. And as a listener to our podcast, you get $100 off your first month of Talkspace. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app. Make sure you use the code SCLAR and you get that $100 off your first month. It lets them know we sent you. That's right. That is Sklar at Talkspace.com. Your mental health is something you need to invest in. And we say that investment shouldn't break the bank. And so does Talkspace. Talkspace.com. Use the code Sklar. Hey, gang. Welcome back to the show. All right. We're in election week. This is a very stressful time. We understand it. We get it. We're not trying to talk around it. We're trying to give you a brief break so that you can then 
Attack let us it. be the eye in the storm that right. is going on right now. And what we're going to do for you as well is let you know that this Saturday night we have a live Dumb People Town. Tickets are flying. They're flying right now, and they're gonna. It's going to be sold out. John Hamm and the band Tennis, us and Dan Van Kirk headlines. My stupid hat. It's going to be really fun. We're going to make fun of things, and we're going to give you laughter on For a week uh, after a week of stress. 6.30 on a Saturday night. It's a week of stress. 6.30 uh, West Coast time, 9.30 East Coast time. John Hamm and the band Tennis. Go to eventbrite.com. Look up Live Dumb People Time. Get your tickets now because it's selling it. out. All right. Should we jump in this? Okay. Again, if you've had a pre- – we've said this before. If you had a neighbor with a problem with your neighbor, then this story is for you. You can't choose your neighbors. They're like your family. Only worse. Because you have to live like with them in close proximity. Right next to them. You got to see all their idiosyncrasies. An unkempt lawn and a big dilapidated fence. These are things that are- constant blaring of the Gilligan's Island theme song over and over and over. Hold on a second. Seriously. That is- Yes. That was supposed to be a three-minute song. A three-minute song. Our close friend, Andy Schwartz, who's a great writer. We've written and worked on projects with him. His grandfather, Sherwood Schwartz, created Gilligan's Island along with the Brady Bunch. And his father, Lloyd Schwartz, was a producer on those shows. His grandfather built a life off Gilligan's Island. He has a lot to thank Gilligan's Island for giving them a life of, you know, he was one of the titans in that industry in that time. And he created a And he lived a very nice life doing that. He could not listen to the song... The, the Gilligan's Island theme song more than twice, I would say, in a row. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He'd want to like rip his hair out. And Lloyd is bald. I'm assuming he heard it so many times he ripped his hair out. Right. Because Andy out. has hair. Shout out to Lloyd Schwartz. Shout out to those guys because they're huge Dodger Lifelong fans. Lifelong Dodger fans. I've watched Dodger World Series games with them as a family last year when they were in the World Series. I, the video Andy sent ago. us of his sons, who he was right in between the ages of both of them when the Dodgers won last in 1988, of them going crazy on the last pitch. Brings me so much joy. Yes. They're not my team. We're Cardinals fans. I kind of like the Dodgers, but that seeing my friends so happy, at, that actually made so me really So Andy happy. knows the history. Andy knows his family history. He knows how important that show is. I think he would even say after a while that's It's song. an annoying song. It tells the whole backstory of how they got on this island. It and introduces this is you it, to every single character, but it only needs to be heard once. Once a week, maybe. Like the Netflix, skip the intro button. You should be able to skip it. Right. That button was created for songs Because like it's annoying. It only needs to be here once it's, a week. I'm going to say it was like the baby shark of its time. Okay. In an attorney's room with prisoners playing it over and over again could be deemed cruel and unusual it's punishment. It's meant to break you. It will break you. If you try to really push a song like baby that Baby shark some- of its day. This is what a man has done to his neighbors, and it's inexplicable. Can we please return to civility? I yes. don't know. I don't inexcusable. know. Inexcusable. As well as inexplicable. Here we go. Just sit right back and you'll hear a tale, a tale that's a total trip that started in Laguna Beach and gets worse by every crip, quip, crip, crip? quip. Okay. That's what the journalist tried to do. I guess give him credit for writing new lyrics to the song, but please don't. See what I just did right there makes you never want to hear the you song. You just again. read what a dumb journalist wrote. Okay. The beloved theme song to classic sitcom Gilligan's Island isn't so catchy anymore to a pair of rich neighbors in the middle of an escalating feud in the ritzy Southern California town. All right, we get it. The rich. You've said it twice. But this is a classic rich white person fight. Yep. Play the Gilligan's Island theme over and over. Who's this guy think he is? Thurston Howell IV, folks. Billionaire investor Bill Gross. 
has allegedly blasted the earworm at all hours to annoy the occupants of the mansion next door in an attempt to get his neighbors to drop their complaint about an eyesore on Gross's property, according to the Los Angeles Times. This made it into the LA Times. So it's not his house. It's a sculpture that's on his property. He's like, you're going to call what's on my property an eyesore? I'm going to give you an ear sore. How you like that? Billionaires are like professional athletes. They've had their proverbial dick sucked for so long. No one tells them no. Nobody tells them no that... That he then did this to his neighbor, and his neighbor's like, I'm not going to take it anymore. That's nobody even questions or criticizes billionaires. That, that's, that's it. That's the issue. That's the problem. That's Something how we develop. Stupid. That's how we turn people into maniacs. That's what they say when you're raising your kids. You got to tell them no sometimes, even just for the hell of it, so they know what no means. Those neighbors, tech entrepreneur Mark Tofik and his wife, Carol Nakahara, this is the Nakahara files, yeah. are now suing Gross and Gross's girlfriend. Nakahara in my backyard. <laughs> hey, suing Gross and Gross's girlfriend, former tennis pro Amy Schwartz. No relation to Sherwood Schwartz. I'm or assuming. Andy Schwartz. How crazy is it that her last name is Schwartz and she's I in this story? I have no idea. I'm guessing not. You're not going to sully the great Schwartz name, okay? Right back in here, a tale, a, a tale, tale about another Schwartz. Schwartz. The suit is claiming harassment and intentional infliction of emotional distress caused what? by Gross by playing Gilligan's Island theme song on repeat along with other pop and rap tracks. Now, hang on a second. Is there a, this is a playlist? There are other pop and rap tracks? You got to get over yourself. If there are other pop and rap tracks, this isn't... Baby Shark. This isn't the song Mother by the police. Go listen to Go that. Go listen to the song Mother on Synchronicity by the police. And if they play that over and over all night long, now you got a case maybe. Again, Baby Shark, it's out there for your listening pleasure. That's what we're saying. The two households issue uh, issues trace back to when Tofik and Nakahara's disdain for the $1 million lawn sculpture. They didn't like the lawn sculpture. million and bucks. And it's protective netting in Gross and Schwartz's backyard that's blocking the other couple's well, view. So they, they, it what was, is it? Is it a lawn sculpture of the Bigfoot from Sky Mall? No, is that what not. it was? It's that's not, not a million dollars. So it's a Chihuly. Is that what it is? Yeah, it's a Chihuly. So uh, Chihuly, Chihuly is like blown glass. Is he an Israeli? Yeah, it's like Jewish. He's like blown glass. So I will say, I was in Israel in 2000, and I saw a Chihuly exhibit in Israel. And it's cool to see like amongst old buildings. and it's But not in someone's backyard. In someone's backyard, I can understand. But Nakahara in my backyard. Right? And so these guys were pissed about, about, they didn't love the sculptures, but it got worse when they put protective netting over the sculpture, it looks like a batting cage in their backyard. Yeah, it's not it's the house in Laguna Beach, not not Dodger Stadium, right? It's a batting cage there, and they're saying they had to put the net up because, because someone, someone threw, threw a rock, rock at it. it. And then Schwartz is like, er, and Nakahara and Tofik are like, we didn't throw a rock at it. I mean, I would throw a rock at it. I mean, it should be everyone's right to want to throw a rock at how terrible and ugly this thing is, but I didn't throw a rock at it. Yeah, this is just I, he. He so downplayed. now their, res- their, their, their response is, we're going to play the Gilligan's Island theme song over and over and over He and over. reported it, Tofik, to the ice of the city, which found no permits for the sculpture nor its netting and discovered Gross failed to adhere to good neighbor lighting rules. Okay. Okay, which you're not allowed to do. You don't want to ruin someone's view is what it goes. There you this go. is what billionaires are doing in their houses. For anybody who doesn't know, they're fighting about stuff like this. Sculpture fights. Do you think these people should be taxed to the high heavens? I do. And all of them so that we can like improve you, our schools and our roads. If you can afford a million dollars for, a, and I'm not, I don't, I'm not for a lawn sculpture, you should have to pay for things that will allow all of the teachers at a good public school to get paid their salary. Yes. All of the people who can afford million dollar lawn, lawn, 
lawn sculptures and the netting that protects it from people to, throwing and, rocks. And to create a fight between their neighbor and pay their lawyers for a fight. So Gross and Schwartz preemptively sued Tofik and Nakahara, accusing the couple of being obsessed with them. How is that? Some, what is that? I'm taking you to court because you're obsessed with me. I'm and, giving you another reason to show that you can be obsessed with me and, by getting you into a court case with me. And displaying what they called, quote, peeping Tom behaviors. A, a preemptive suing right there. Okay. There's nothing There's more no rich person Tom. than that. I'm There's no peeping Tom in this scenario. Before you can sue us for our eyesore, we're going to sue you for looking at our eyesore like a couple of peeping Toms. Right. Which, by the way, peeping Tom is a sexual thing, and you've got to prove so much to make that. I'm so glad that this court case is gumming up the works in our legal system in Los Angeles that, there, that you don't need to, to do uh, police reform or other yeah. issues that are going on right now. I feel like with the current Supreme Court makeup, this is my opinion. This is my opinion. Okay. With the current Supreme Court makeup, I think every case like this should go directly to the Supreme Court. All the way up? You should be... All the Supreme Court should be dealing with, because it's a joke at this point, yeah, the Supreme Court. Yeah, is fights between rich people over sculptures. That's it. You should get every single one of these cases, Supreme Court. I want to hear your writings on this, Kavanaugh. I want to hear your... Amy Coney Barrett, what do you think about the netting? What do you think about this? Give me your strict originalist constitutional sculpture when is a glass blown sculpture a sculpture is it when it's in its original form or do you have to wait until it's blown all the way to a glass the problem was that they thought that the gross and schwartz like to swim in their pool nude or partially nude and they thought these guys were looking in on them no they that's what they thought was it look maybe he's got gross in the name maybe the guy is that disgusting of a human being i'm a judge i'm like grow some hedges and get rid of the net and they call it a day each couple has requested restraining orders against each other. This is insane. Oh, They're required to stay 50 yards away from one another. 50 yards is not that far. It's by not the way. far. You could throw a rocket at you could throw Until, you could throw a rocket at a glass sculpture from 50 yards. If you can't throw 50 yards, then you're too weak. Again, send this all the way up. SCOTUS, this is it. Jam up SCOTUS with this one yep. instead of the ones about abortion, instead of the ones about the Affordable Care Act. Get them bogged down in these types this of cases. This is a Supreme Court issue. I think we need to take it. I want to hear what Kavanaugh has to say. You know, I'm sure he'll force his opinion on all of us. Yes. Give him a few beers. Get him in the mood to force it on He's you. He's good at that. Again, if you do know what rich people do, this is what they do all the time. They go after each other for things that wouldn't bother anyone else. You look at something on someone's house, if you're walking by, you're like, that's ugly. That's it. You don't freak out. No. Like it's ruining your life, your view. Mm-hmm. What a, what a, look at the, that attitude. That's the definition out. of a high class problem. That's right. To have. Again, send this and everything like it to the Supreme Court so they can weigh in <laughs> on this instead of the important issues. There it is. It's a joke. Let's do it. Let's do it. There's a show. Uh, tomorrow is the election. I hope you sleep tonight. Take whatever sleep aid you need. Do a little meditation. Yep. Tomorrow's a big day. If you're planning on voting tomorrow, good luck. Stay safe. Wear a mask when you do it. We are here to support you. Have a plan. Get this vote out. And then don't accept, don't have expectations about what you're going to hear. Don't expect, hey, we're going to know the winner tonight. It's going to be a long night. It might be a long week and it might be a long month. Just like Gross and Schwartz, Tofik and Nakahara, we may not get this thing settled right away. It's going to be a, it's going to be a battle. It's going to be a battle and it might get uglier than Gross's body, nearly naked body. I'll say that. Stay connected, stay protected, don't get infected. We'll talk to you guys tomorrow. We're doing a podcast tomorrow. Yes. Use that. Use that. Okay. Use so us we'll to try- help you get you Use through. Use us to help you get you through. It's not a hoax. We got the jokes. Wear a mask, everybody, and That's vote, right. vote, vote. We'll see you tomorrow. La-dee-da. 
Podcast Network.